you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast, an NFL podcast for the players, by the players. Here is your host, 14-year NFL veteran and Hall of Famer, Aeneas Williams. Hello and welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast. I am Aeneas Williams. As part of our Storyteller series, we invite legends to come on and tell their stories. Today, for the first time, we have a current player I'm so excited about. Pro Bowl linebacker and NFL Walter Payton Man of the Year Award winner, Thomas Davis of the Los Angeles Chargers. Welcome, Thomas. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So glad to have you, man. The first thing I want to ask you, it's incredible. I had no idea you had had that many surgeries. Yes. Three consecutive years, ACL surgery? Yes, sir. What was that like? It was it was probably one of the most difficult things that I've ever gone through. You know, to think about tearing the ACL one time. You know, that was my first ever time having to have surgery. Ever? My, well, actually, no. That was my first time having a knee surgery. I, I tore my labrum my second year in the league. That was okay. my first time having surgery. But my first time ever being out for the full season was tearing my ACL, and then to be able to rehab that and come back and be out there six six months removed from surgery and go out and run a four four because in Carolina we used to we used to do combine testing every off season okay. so you know they just kind of wanted to know where you were so we had to bench we had to jump we had to 
run the 40s. We had to do all of that stuff. The, the 5105, we did all of that every year. Only thing that I participated in after coming off of those, after, after that first surgery was the 40, and I ran a 4-4, so they kind of felt like I was back. It was only six and a half months removed from surgery. 4-4? 40 Weighing how much? I was 230. 2.30. 2.30. Six months removed. And then, so I go back out, and they were like, okay, so you ran the 4-4, four, four, you, you look healthy, we're going to try to increase the workload, we're going to do some linebacker drills. And first day doing linebacker drills, re-injured my ACL. Are you serious? Yes. I was out there without a knee brace on, go out, do the linebacker drill, make one twist and move, and I felt it. I knew instantly. You knew right away? Once you feel that pain of tearing your ACL for the first time, you never forget that feeling. So I knew instantly, and they were like, nah, maybe it was just scar tissue. I'm like, nah, it wasn't scar tissue. I felt this pain before. So have the MRI confirm that, you know, I re-injured my ACL, mm -hmm. and... During that time, I'm thinking, like, God, why is this happening to me? Hmm. Like, what did I do to deserve this? And, you know, you kind of go through that that whole thought process of, of why me, why me? And then after a couple of weeks, you know, of, of sitting, asking that question, you know, I, it, I think God kind of put it on me to, to think, like, who else on your team would you rather have hmm. this happen to? And then it... Instantly, you know, I started to transition from the why me to, you know, I it, there's nobody else on our team that I would wish this on. So God put this on me because he knew that I could handle it. You can handle it. So I go, you know, change the whole thought process and the mindset. So now I got to have surgery again. Boom, I go have this surgery, um, second ACL tear. Um, in that phase, I go rehab it, come back we get locked out. Rehab second time. Rehab second Come time. back. Lockout. Lockout. So now I can't even go at that point after I had surgery, I can't do my rehab with the, You weren't able to do, I wasn't when you're locked out, you're not able to do rehab? Nope. Couldn't even go to the facility to rehab with the trainers, none of that. So you had to try to find an outside um, rehab facility to start rehabbing you and, you know, the, the the lockout was short-lived. You know, it didn't last a, a very long time. So I was able to get back in with our trainers, get back to full speed, come back, play one game. We played Arizona. We lost that game. Second game of the season, playing at home. Um, we got the Super Bowl defending champs, Green Bay Packers at home. And fourth quarter of that game, I got my knee brace on, feeling fine. We're, we're playing well. We're winning the game go to make a tackle, and one of our linemen come in after I hit the guy, and I get leg whooped by one of our linemen running to the ball instantly. Felt that same pain again, so I knew what it was. Different leg. Same leg. Same leg. Three, three consecutive ACLs to the same leg, and at that point in my mind, it's over with. You know, being around the league for like six or seven years at that point, I knew that you know, guys don't get opportunities in this league after continuing to tear their ACL, let alone one or two times. But for a third time, there's no way. You know, I, I, I put up a good fight. I've done everything, and I, I just I just knew that it was over with for me. So I, I kind of had a, a, a meeting. I sat down with my wife, you know, after it happened. And, you know, our team chaplain at the time, Mike Bunkley, 
sat down with him. And, you know, they both of them kind of presented me a question, you know, like, do you really in your heart feel that you no longer want to play the game, that, that you're done with it? And I was like, I still want to play, but I just know that the business side of it, nobody's going to give me a shot to play after this. It was like, well, my wife said, she was like, you have to have surgery anyway. So if you're going to go through the surgery, you might as well go through the surgery to, to try to come back. So I'm like, well, you're right. I still love the game. I right. still have a passion to play. Passion, I'm right. still in my 20s. So let me find out from the team if there's a chance, if there's an opportunity. So I go, I sit down, we put a meeting together. It's our trainer, Ryan Vermillion, um, our new head coach, Ron Rivera, our GM, Marty Herney, and our owner, Mr. Richardson. So you're sitting down talking? Uh, we we all, all sitting them? down in a meeting. Yeah, we're sitting down in a meeting, and, and Mr. Richardson was the person in that meeting that said, if you're willing to put yourself through it, I'm willing to give you another shot because I believe in you. Wow. And that's all I needed to hear. Wow. That's all I needed to hear, like to have the reassurance from the owner the one person that really mattered the most Correct. in that organization from a standpoint of me coming back to say that he believed in me, that was all the motivation that I needed. So not one day did I go into the rehab process after having that third surgery and letting Dr. Andrews perform it. Not one day did I go into it with a negative thought that it wasn't going to happen. Right. Every single day it was, it was positive energy, positive thought process. I'm going to be the first player to ever come back from three consecutive ACLs and make this work because I got someone that believes in me and I'm not going to let them down. That was my thought process. Each and every day, grinding away. Times got hard, you continue to grind it away. And that's what I did. And, you know, the days went by, the weeks went by, the months went by, and I'm back out there on the field, and I'm flying around, and, and I'm just having fun. And Carolina drafted a linebacker that year. I got invited to the, to the draft party, and we drafted a linebacker. And in my mind, instantly, when we drafted him, I'm like, dang. They said they believed in me, but they drafted a guy to replace me. Drafted Luke Keekley in the first round. Oh, wow. So I'm like, ah. It was, it was crushing. It was a heart, heartbreaking, but... At the same time, I used it as motivation. I'm like, they drafted him, but it's two other spots on that field for linebackers to play. So all this is going through your mind? All this is going through my mind, and I'm saying it's two other spots, and I'm going to have one of them. So they kind of winged me back into playing. You know, they, they kind of created a, a nickel package for me to come in and play. It's how we started that season. But by week three, week four, I was back in the starting lineup. Did you ever sense that because of your surgeries that the coaching staff had hesitance? Did you ever, how did you deal with the doubt maybe around you? You know, I, I understood and I knew that there were a lot of doubt. They, they, it was a situation where you can't really invest a whole lot of stock into a guy that's coming back from three ACLs because you don't know how the body's going to perform after going through all of that. You don't know how the knee's going to hold up and, and, and how frankly, long are you going to have him right, once quite, he gets back on the quite field? Quite frankly, you know, the, the knee had let me down three years in a row. Correct. So, you, I mean, you got to protect yourself from an organizational standpoint. And I understood that. I mean, I, like I said, I was I was an older player in the game at that point. So I knew the business side of things. I've seen a lot of players come and go that had dealt with injury at that point. So it was it was all about making sure that I did everything in my power to make sure that I was strong enough to play the game, you know. Mm -hmm. Attacking the rehab process, not 
taking any days off, not taking anything for granted, making sure that I was listening to our trainers and always keeping my knee brace on, making sure I'm keeping my quad strength up. All of those things, each and every day, I stayed focused in on because I knew that I was being put in the position and, and I had been tested early. So it was important for me to continue to be obedient. Now you saying obedient. We don't hear those words too oh, often. Listen. Anymore. When you say obedience, you mean to exactly what trainers said? To do to do what the trainers say, to listen, to stay on course. It's not about getting ahead of schedule. It's not about So this behind. is not no, this is a process. So it's like. a process, and you got to stick to the process. I mean, you know, as players, you know, you you competitive. You know, you want to see what your body can do. You want to go out. You just they just drafted a first rounder, so you want to you want to let them know that hey, I'm still here. I still can do this, but it's 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 following the process. Gotcha. It's not it's not. So that you had to subject your ego, something like. Yeah, absolutely. You had you had to you had to do that because. If you want to be around and you want to play for the long haul, you want to still be able to play this game, you you, you don't have any more chances to waste. I want to go back. Who called the meeting with the owner, the coach, the trainers? You know, it was it was something that I set up. So you had I set it up. What, but what made you get all of them together? Why? Who who thinks of that? I, I mean, you know, for me at that point, you know, it was it was all about the now. So. It was before I had my surgery, so I had to find out, you know, if there was going to be an opportunity, which basically would let me know which surgery that I was going to do. You know, because this time I didn't have any more grafts to take from my right okay. knee, so they had to do surgery on both knees. They took patella from my left knee to fix my right knee. Hold on, let's go back. This discussion to see what organization was, so you can decide which surgery to take? Yes. Because Explain they it. have some some less invasive, invasive. Okay. surgeries that you can do, like you can use a a cadaver, okay. which is you know the recovery process is a lot easier, but it's not as strong. So cadaver, you could have done that procedure and just rolled off in the sunset. Yeah, rolled off into the sunset and been and been fine. But how much more of a risk was the more evasive? surgery oh it was it was a lot more riskier because they had taken the hamstring graft the first time they had took my right patella the second time and the third time in order to do the surgery they and for it to really be successful they was gonna have to take the patella from my left knee so i was gonna have to have surgery on both knees and so mess with the perfect knee yes to make the other one perfect how did you do that you know for me it was it was the love and the, and the passion the desire to still play this game, knowing that I was a football player and I loved doing what I did. And I wasn't ready to stop doing it yet. I let the team doctor do the first two surgeries. The third time, I'm, I'm trying to do it all my way. I'm going to see Dr. Andrews, a doctor that's known to be the best at doing ACL surgeries. I'm gonna let him perform it. I went to see Dr. Andrews, he gave me a bowl of confidence. He said, I'm not doing surgery for on you for you to sit on your butt. If I'm doing this surgery on you, I fully expect you to come back and play. And you needed that. I you needed, needed to that. hear that from that profession. I definitely needed to hear that. Now, now hold up, I want to go back. You said I decided this third time to do it my way. My way. Absolutely. Share that. What do you, you know, do? so when you come in and for a guy that that never really been hurt, so you try to follow, you try to follow 
the guidance of of the team doctors mm-hmm. and the, the trainers and you know you just try to you just try to do things the way that they want you to do it. For me, it was just okay. Let the team doctor do it. He can monitor me. He can stay on top of my rehab process, and just you know just that was just kind of the easier route to right. go, opposed to you know flying all the way down to Alabama, having the surgery down there, then having to fly back after you had surgery. It was just easier to go through the team doctor, but if you do it the first two times with a with a guy and it fails you, gotcha. The third time, I I don't I don't have another opportunity for it to fail. I need this to be done right. Did you have anybody that you would have these discussions with to make these decisions? It was always my wife. Really? <laughs> that was that, that was wow. my shoulder to cry on. That was my person that I leaned on. We. Um, discuss things together whenever we had, whenever we ran into certain things, she was always researching stuff for me. She was my my researcher. Yeah. Like, everything that, that we needed to know, we found out together. How much more did you learn about your wife through this? Oh, my God, man. I Like, I, I literally learned that she was everything for me, man. I literally learned that throughout that process because... When nobody else was there, she was there. Nobody else. When nobody, when nobody else was there, no family members, no friends. When nobody else was there, she was there doing the grunt work. And I mean, she was there pushing me the whole way, making sure that I I had everything that I needed. She was pregnant at the time. Pregnant. One of the surgeries uh, of my last surgery, she was pregnant at the time. You know, it was a lot that that had gone on in our lives at that time. And 2009 was a was a extremely difficult year because not only was that the first year that I had my ACL tear, that was the first year that I found out that I had a heart condition. A heart condition. A heart condition. Um, in 2009, in in Carolina, they started this thing called the Heart of a Champion. Right. And you know, it was a bunch of kids that were. Um, that were having issues and 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 passing away mm-hmm. from playing sports in Carolina that had heart issues that they never knew about. So they started this thing they got with some heart doctors that put this together for all of the athletes mm-hmm. in in Carolinas and they wanted to do screenings for the kids to find out, you know, who right. had certain things going on that they didn't know about and they did some EKGs and um echocardiogram testing. They needed a player to volunteer to be able to get the kids excited about it. So, sure. I mean, you know, I'll do it. You know, I, I I love being able to help kids out and giving back to the community. So I volunteer for it. I go through through the process and I, I go in and I'm getting the kids excited and I decide to go lay down and, you know, get the screening done. And in that process of getting that screening done, the doctor was like, hmm. So, you know, you hear that, you're like, doc, what, what does you, that mean? You're, you're thinking, hey, I'm just doing routine. I'm doing or, routine uh, checkup. Participate with this. I'm, I'm the. <laughs> I get stressed to the highest level as a professional Correct. athlete. You know, Eventually with training camp, like all, all of stuff. that. Mat drills in college. Nothing gets harder than doing mat drills in college. So, I go from being perfectly healthy to, we found something wrong with your heart. We need to do open heart surgery on you next week. What? That's how my 2009 off season started. 
that was the that was the first time in my life where I really, really experienced and got to know that the power of prayer is amazing and how much prayer can change things. Because you don't go from searching for doctors to perform an open heart surgery to not having to have it at all. Like it don't just happen like that. We what, what do you mean not having to have so, it at all? So when we, when we first found it out, the consensus was we have to do this. 99% of the people that have what I have, you find it out by having an autopsy or from having that, that um, the screening that we were doing that day. And you would have never had the screening? I would have never known had I not volunteered initiative. to help these kids out that I had a heart condition. I was born with an abnormal coronary artery. So instead of um, a ventricle coming from the left and the right side, I have two on the right side. And if I'm like stressed to a high level, it could have pinched the artery. And once it pinches, you, over. you end up dying because it, it stops the blood circulation. You know, you go through this process, you find all this stuff out, and you're hoping that, okay, if I have this open heart surgery, there's this chance that I can come back. And we went from looking, like I said, looking from doctors to do the surgery to sending it around to Emory, sending it around to Cleveland Clinic, and having a bunch of doctors look at my results and them coming to the conclusion that if something was going to happen to you, it would have already happened. The way mine was, I fell in the one percentile. Wow. We developed a prayer group, and we had a ton of people that were praying for us. And we, me and my wife, we constantly prayed each and every night, you know, for, for clarity, for please um, allow it to be a way that I was going to be able to still play the game. That's why in 2009, man, the way that season started, I attacked that year. I was leading our team in tackles in sacks and interception, seven games through the season. Because my mindset was I've been given a second chance. You take nothing for granted. So don't take nothing for granted. And that's, that was my mindset. Like, I'm going out and I'm playing. So you're seeing it from a whole, from different, a whole different perspective. A whole different perspective. Like, everything became a lot clearer after going through that process. I attacked 2009 and halfway through that season, we play in New Orleans, fourth quarter. I go to rewrite a receiver, and that first time I felt that feeling in my knee. So I would love for this little marital tip for current players. Having gone through this and seeing how much of a blessing your wife was, what wisdom would you give current players to know when they possibly have a woman like yours? And when you have someone that, that truly pours into your life and, and, and just constantly on a, on a daily basis make you better, push you to be better, and find ways to help you be better, you got to go. Wow. We appreciate that. So all you young bucks, you've heard it from Thomas. And um, Thomas, we're running a little long, so we're going to turn this into two podcasts. This Sounds has been good. fantastic. This has been the NFL Legends Podcast. 
To provide feedback or request a topic for discussion, email us at nfllegends at nfl.com. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.